Welcome back to Fuel for Thought. I'm Tracy Elizabeth. I'm Nicole Heller. And we are here. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. All the things. All the things. We celebrate all the things. Everything. But you really can't tell by the fact that we're in all these Christmas hats. But still, um, I'm super excited about today. Because of your Christmas tree? But yes, because I have a Christmas tree. I have a Dunkin' cup with Christmas stuff on it. I have a cup with Santa on it. And we are wearing Christmas gear. And I have my elf Crocs on. Life is good. Life is <laughs> Life good. Life is good. But I think that what I love most about this episode is that I think we should have some real talk. I think we should be open and honest about what Christmases have looked like in health previously for us and what they look like now. And how to make a freaking decision. Yeah. Like, just make a decision. Let's make a decision. Let's make decisions today. So I think that that's, I want to come with some passion and some fire about that, that we are capable even today when you're hearing this right now to make decisions in your health that don't have to include all of the cookies. And yes. that's okay. And that, you know, this really is separation season. How do you feel about the term separation season? Well, actually, let's do this. How do you feel about the term separation season five years ago versus the term separation season? right now. So it's funny that you asked that because um, I'm excited for it now. And I think five years ago, if it wasn't for my social media, I wouldn't have realized that I've actually been doing it four Christmases ago because I was on a health journey and I started to just become more aware of what I wanted to change in my life without action, right? Complete action. But the intent was there. I put it out there. I thought about it. And I was like, okay, what types of changes can I make? Small changes for the month of December to make myself feel empowered, to make myself feel good. And at that time, I didn't even realize that separation season was actually a season until like now, until this period of time of doing a little bit more, you know, self-awareness and acknowledgement to things that are changing my life. So I think that it definitely changed considering what I'm currently doing now and how I'm taking action. So that makes me even more excited to know I'm actually doing it. But it makes me feel a little bit more relieved to know that I did make those little bit of changes in a time in my life when I didn't believe in myself, where now I have more confidence in myself to stay committed to those goals. Okay, so I want to know what Tracy, and I'm just going to say it because we were both there, 300 pound Tracy eating rainbow cookies through December and you saw someone or heard somebody saying something about separation season, what were you thinking? That's crazy. I'm eating my rainbow cookies. Okay. So I immediately <laughs> felt insecure. I felt like defensive because I was like, oh, okay, that person is choosing health through December. They don't know how to have traditions. They don't know how to enjoy the holidays. They don't know how to, you know, bake cookies with grandma. They don't know how to do anything that's supposed to be fun right now. And I know, like my shoulders were up about it. And when I reflect back now on why my shoulders were up, it was insecurity. It was no self-confidence. It was no belief in myself. And you were right in that bucket with me because we were both there eating through Well, you December. said five years ago. I'm reflecting on four years ago. <laughs> I know. But think about that progression. Before a health journey, yes. I think that was different. Right. Yeah. So, But think about that progression of what, what was there and how many people right now are feeling that sure. like you might see me on social media right now and I walked out of the gym this morning I'm still wearing the same pants and sports bra right now no joke and like I walked out of the gym this morning and I put up a post about you know I don't care what your weekend looked like you decide today how you want your Monday to look and I'm sure there are lots of people who are looking at that feeling like insecure and shoulders up and no self-confidence no belief in themselves and then you think about 
where you were, where we both were four years ago, you know, one year into a health journey, one year into a mindset journey, thinking like, okay, I'm just following a plan. I'm walking beside a coach. I'm trusting the process and building belief in myself. Mm -hmm. Then you're talking about four years later where we are now and separation season just becomes the habit. Separation season becomes the norm. That's such a powerful word. Like it becomes the norm. So everybody's like, oh, a health journey's overnight. You just automatically lose weight. No, look at this five-year progression of change. And it's okay to feel each way. It's okay to see my post or your post today and feel like, oh my God, I don't know what their problem is and feel that insecurity. It's okay to be mid in your journey and be full of uncertainty, but trusting the process. And it's okay not to arrive I don't think that either one of us arrived anywhere, but it's okay to be in a place today where you're embracing the fact that this is your life and this is a habit. And that's what separation season is. It's a decision you make to not fall into every single thing that's happening in December, that you take ownership of your body, you take ownership of your choices, that you know grandma's cookies don't necessarily have to be your cookies right now. And I'm not here to say it has to be perfect. But I'm here to say that we can limit the chaos through the month and truly feel good about ourselves. Yeah. You know, I think that that's such a that progression is such a powerful concept that people think it has to be so black and white. Like either I'm enjoying the season or I'm a complete lunatic and I'm going to the gym on a Monday and I, you know, counted my macros all weekend or whatever it is. Like it doesn't have to be so black and white. Like you can live life. Yeah. Do you think it's possible to truly live life and enjoy a holiday season absolutely well i mean i know your answer but like why how to explain it i mean i for me like now again i love my rainbow cookies right <laughs> so my will you eat a rainbow cookie and I, just to clear the air for everybody who's wondering right now you're down 165 pounds i'm down 145 pounds and everybody wants to know and ask me the same question all the time will you eat a rainbow cookie this holiday season Yes. Okay. Will I eat not Wait, a marshmallow? Wait, can I clarify that? Yes. And not a rainbow cookie because they're really not around this for Christmas. I don't know why. I mean, we could totally find them. No, no, no. I can no. make but, it happen for but, you. But I don't, I look forward to like the pistachio cookies. But um, the rainbow cookie cheesecake comes around for December. Mm. So I'll be eating a piece of that. Okay. So will I be having any desserts for the month of December? Will I be enjoying anything, quote unquote? Yes. Yes, I will. Will I let that, will you let that, Completely put you in a spiral and start something new January 1st. No. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Those are things that are possible, but those are things that people are asking right now when they see anyone on social media contending for their health, coming in with such a piece of judgment and saying, oh, there goes Nicole again. Look at her at the gym. Look at her doing this or whatever. But... She's not enjoying anything. Or have you gotten, just let people enjoy their season. Just let them right. do all the things. Right. So now I'm going to go back to all the years that I was enjoying, in quotes, the season of <laughs> endless amounts of cookies and cakes and all kinds of things and thinking about, did I enjoy one day that I literally was crying that I had nothing to wear to a holiday party? Or let's take it one step further where I would actually have an argument with my husband, and this is a true transparency here, that... The holiday party for, you know, the cops was not really for the wives. And in my head, I'm thinking to myself, like, he just doesn't want me there. Mm. How many wives are feeling that right now? And you're actually arguing with your husband because you don't think he wants you there when the reality is, I mean, let's just be real. A lot of 
the cops that my husband had hanging around with don't <laughs> no, have that's, wives that's and, or episode. they do have wives but that's another episode but they don't necessarily have a couple's holiday party but i was jumping to the conclusion where my husband doesn't really want me there because well i mean at that point i was praying he didn't want me there because i would never find something to wear and i'd be stressed out and sweating and the whole thing but like now i'm arguing with my husband because of that and feeling insecure and refl- self-reflecting on that and like my gosh but i was enjoying my cookies was I really enjoying that season? And how many people are feeling that right now? Yeah. How many people are saying no to the holiday party? How many how many holiday gatherings did you say no to through the years? So many years. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. It makes me sad. Even even I remember I, I found a picture the other day. It came up of um, I went to church and it, I was so uncomfortable wearing like black pants and a sweater. And I remember looking at that picture and crying that morning because I couldn't even find anything to wear to church. Forget about going out to social events to a party but i do remember that feeling of you know that first first christmas party i went to i was able to put on an a-line skirt with stockings and i had like a, a festive green you would have been proud a festive green turtleneck type of shirt tucked into the a-line skirt and it just felt amazing that i made those decisions to feel what i felt in that moment and that's like what you're saying you get to a place that you're just so frustrated but are you really reflecting on the actions that you're taking during the holiday season or are you allowing the conditioned mindset that people say well it's christmas or it's whatever holiday you're celebrating we should be able to enjoy everything we should be able to relax not go to the gym not you know put our best effort in ourselves at that time because all of these things are happening during this season where it's like no this is the time we need to start working this is the time we need to start planning and thinking about ourselves and making those small decisions that turn into habits yeah but so when we say separation season it's that fork in the road so you don't mean you separate from people and stop talking to people can we just clarify that no 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 no. (laughs) so yes we do create some boundaries yeah yeah. and i think boundaries for the holiday season are really important and we talked a lot about that on our mindset you know episode Mm -hmm. um of being above the line but thinking a little bit about like separation season being for you like what are you separating from what are you deciding on? What decisions are you making? Like, when was the last time you made a real decision to put yourself first, your health, your mindset, whatever it is? Like, when was the last time you did something uncomfortable that, let's talk about uncomfortable because I'm feeling a little, you know, whatever. I mean, you're very, like, I, I know, rah. like, I just, because I'm getting so many crazy questions. You know, Christmas trees right. and all the things I'm just around. So, I'm just, I love Christmas. I'm just so happy about it. You're making me a little but, nervous no, today. Like, let's, let's think about that. Like, we live in a society, right, where everything is easy, right, where we look for things. Things are things are automated. And I'm the first one. Amazon every day, all day, you know, comes to your house in six minutes. I don't know how it all happens, but it happens, right? And, like, our kids are learning how to work on work. There no more textbooks. Like, they don't know what it's like to carry 36 tons of books in a backpack. Like, they have their iPad or their Chromebook. Like, things come to our door immediately. You could door dare something. You can Instacart something. Like, we live in a society where if something is a little hard – there's somebody smart who's creating something how to make it easy, mm-hmm. right? That's just the world we live in. I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but from a person that has failed and another person who has failed in their health journey their entire life, it's not easy, nope. okay? And nobody's coming out here telling you that there's just one simple thing that's going to make it so easy, right? But like we keep seeking that. Well, the reality is that deciding in separation season that you're going to choose yourself is hard, but it's also hard 
to watch your husband go to the holiday party feeling like he didn't want you there. It's also hard to not want to go to that church function and miss out on something that's important to you and your son because you felt that you needed to stay home because you had nothing to wear and you didn't belong there. Those things are hard. So separation season isn't I'm going to do hard versus easy. Separation season is choosing your hard. Separation season is, oh, they're both equally hard, but now I'm going to decide what that's going to look like for me. I'm going to sit in the driver's seat. I'm not just going to survive through the holiday. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to thrive, but I'm going to decide that I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. That just seems so. And like, I want my kids to understand that. I want my kids to really understand that there are going to be hard things. Like it's kind of going back to that what if theory, right? Like when you think of separation season, right? Yeah. That's what I'm hearing right now. Like, and again, like I just go back to all these memories. This is a time for me and you to think about the memories of all the holidays that we've had unhealthy to getting healthy to being healthy to now optimizing health. And I do get very like emotional during this time because I think about when I when something pops up a memory, I'm like, what if I didn't make that decision? What if I didn't make that commitment to say no to my aunt's like German Lindsay Tar cookies that are amazing for the first two years in December, like the first two Decembers that I was contending for my health. And I had to say, I, for me personally, my choice was to say no to those cookies because those cookies wasn't one. It was like a tin and I would eat my tin in AJ's tin. So I think about like, as a reflection, like sitting back and asking yourself, well, what if for the next three weeks I chose those holiday events and said to myself, I'm not going to have that hot chocolate with the whipped cream, right? Like Brian Park. Everybody wants to go to Brian Park for those fancy hot chocolates. I know, but right now it is jam-packed. I, but I never <laughs> even jam-packed. knew. I actually never knew about it because AJ and I, we've never been there, but um, – I saw like on Instagram, some it actually was a client had posted something that she was contending while she was in the city and decided that she was going to skip this like, I don't even remember what it was, but it was like a hot chocolate s'mores, whatever. And I was like, wow, that sounds good. So I Googled it just to even see what this was about. And I'm sitting there thinking like, what if somebody just made the decision when they got there to say no? How how does that feel? Like you're not saying no to everything during the holiday season, but what if you just chose that one thing to empower yourself and give yourself that opportunity? Right. Or how would you feel this time next year? You see your picture, you see a picture of you holding the hot chocolate and you chose to drink that. Like that reflection piece is really important mm-hmm. and I don't know, that what if is a really yeah. really powerful. Well, thought. I think that the what if, the one choice just helps you create a win. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to say that if you're not contending for something specific or whatever, it may be where you are this month, but like maybe it's not every day. Maybe it's just starting the morning out with a healthy meal or maybe it's just, you know, and let's be real. If, you, if you're listening to us and you're on five and one and you're in fat burn, like maybe it's deciding that you're going to sit, stay on your timers. Maybe it's deciding that you're going to hit your water goals. Maybe it's deciding that you're going to lean into your coach. Maybe it's deciding that you're going to lean into the mindset work that is constantly given to you. Maybe it's making that one decision to move that needle forward, but that one decision is creating a win. That one win is creating momentum. That one, That momentum that kicks in is going to help propel and move the needle forward instead of staying stagnant or even taking steps backwards. And I think that that's something that's such a misconception is that it has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. The stars have to align. No, (laughs) there is reality in a compound effect. There is reality in momentum. I'm not here to say that you have to be perfect and never eat grandma's cookies. But there is a time to say no and respect yourself. 
there is a time to say yes. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It doesn't have to be perfection, but there can be progress. There's a big difference between, and I'm just going to use numbers, even though this is not even about a number journey, but there's a difference between saying, you know what, I'm setting out for December to, you know, lose 20 pounds versus I'm setting out to December to be really excited about the five or be really excited about staying the same. Yeah. When most people are gaining 15. Do you think that's a harder concept for people to understand when coming from our experience and knowing that it's harder for us to learn how to celebrate those small little victories and to acknowledge that and yeah. to appreciate that? A hundred percent. Because it's not, nor- it's not normal. It's, it's not, normal not normal for other people to celebrate you in your health because most people don't celebrate other people in their health because they feel miserable in their own. Yeah. So it's not normal to celebrate that. So he, Rob said something before and it made me think of something that I heard on a podcast and I forgot who it was, but they said something about um, it's like going to a bank and, and doing a deposit for $1,000, but not walking out of the bank without a receipt. You have nothing to show for it. And I really thought about that in terms of our health journey and our life decisions that we make, whether it's mindset, physical health, or even just looking at, um, you know, relationships. Like if you're taking the time and making these changes and we're not learning how to stop for that receipt and really appreciate that, appreciate that in the moment, however you decide to do it. And we're going to talk about um, some strategies later, but that's the piece that we have to learn is to stop and pause and acknowledge that we're making the choice and we made, we took the action and I've celebrated that one thing. So you can gain that confidence. Yeah. I think that celebrating the wins for yourself is important. Stop expecting that other people need to... I want to collect all my damn receipts for all the things that I've done good so far. Like, I All do. the receipts. But think of how many years we've been so hard on ourselves. Think about you that time that you're sitting there upset because Terrence didn't want to take you. You thought, you told yourself a story that Terrence didn't want to take you. Like, think about all the times that, like, now you're showing up for him. And he's... And it's not about him allowing you. He always wanted you there. He just right. wasn't allowed to go. Right. <laughs> just the way it is. But I, I think that... It's just such a self-reflection piece. And I I was never in a place to just self-reflect. Like I was sad. I was unhappy. But convincing myself that I was enjoying the season by eating the Christmas crack the whole month. What is that thing you made? It's called Christmas crack. It's called Christmas crack for a reason. Besides the sugar stuff, what is that? The the pizza the pizza thing though you make oh, that? pizza rustica that's easter oh that's easter yeah oh but that's that's another thing like <sighs> things have to change like let's talk about like the habit behind that quickly i think it's a really good strategy so like pizza rustica is an italian tradition i make it every easter i've made it with i make it with my kids I, it's always it's always a big thing right so typically for years and years and years we would make it a week ahead of time and i would make like 10 pies because Part of the tradition was giving. Part of the tradition was sharing that with other people, right? But as time progressed, you know, and we ate it the entire week. It was nothing special about having it on Easter. We ate it the whole week anyway. So it's like the one that came out on Easter was like the fancy one. Meanwhile, we were sick of eating it and not feeling good from eating it. But we would eat it the entire week. We'd give one to the mailman. We'd give one to Aunt Sally. We'd give one to whoever. Terrence would take one to work. But we would eat it for the entire week. So the habit that changed for me is that, no, for everybody asking, I didn't just stop making pizza rustica and rob my children of this tradition because I lost 145 pounds and I don't want to gain it back. Like, that's not how what we do works. How it works is that now I just no longer make it a week ahead of time. Yeah. Now I make it on Good Friday, two days before Easter, and I make it and I share that time with my children and we love it. And yes, maybe we have a small piece on Friday. But you know what? We only make two. 
And uh, actually, I'm sorry, I made three. And Terrence took one to work because that was tradition. We had one at home. My kids had a small piece. We shared it with so-and-so who came over, whatever it was. And then we had one on Easter Sunday. Like the habit changed. And that took time. That's not what my first Easter looked like. The first Easter that I was contending for my health looked like I'm still eating this all week. I don't care what anybody has to say about it. Yeah. Progress over perfection, learning as you go, being willing to look at December and say, what am I learning? How am I how am I taking these habits into the future? Not no, I can't eat anything. No, it's about just learning how to do it different. Yeah, that's what separation season really means. So we have three weeks left, right? Three two, weeks? Two, week, two, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, I don't even know. So two weeks left and we really look at how many days in the next two weeks you're going to have social events. What would be some suggestions that we can offer to them for really identifying small changes? Make a decision. That's, that's I, simple. It. Separation I'm, season, I'm, yeah, make a decision. I feel like I'm, I'm antsy today. Like, yes, I can give you 5 million strategies. Put the water in your dominant hand. Chew the gum. Surround yourself with people that support you. You know, say no to the party that may not serve you. I want it. Like, we can give those beautiful suggestions, and there are so many. But, like, my big thing right now is you have to decide what you want for yourself. You have to decide, self-reflect first. How do I feel this Christmas? Do I feel comfortable and confident in my clothing? I don't give a hoot what size they are. Do I feel comfortable and confident in them? Am I showing up for my children who are watching me right now? Am I fighting with my husband right now and not honoring my marriage because I'm too busy writing a story that he doesn't want to walk in that party with me? What does this life look like for you? Self-reflect, get real with yourself Mm -hmm. and then decide. If any of those things are less or more important than those cookies that you're standing in front of, you make that decision. And if you could tell me that that one cookie, that one moment of satisfaction, that one moment of dopamine hit to your brain is more important than the honoring you're having with your marriage or what you're showing your children or the way you show up as a woman comfortable and confident in your clothes, then eat the cookie. And then reflect after you eat the cookie. (laughs) And then let's let's start again. Let's reflect again. But like... Sometimes it requires that realness with yourself. Sometimes it just requires that honesty. And we have had some open and honest conversations about it. And you have felt real. I have felt real. And sometimes it just takes that moment to just be real. Yes, there are a million things you could do to not eat the cookie. But I don't think there's one person out here who will tell me or you or themselves that that one cookie is more important than showing up for their children or showing up for their marriage or showing up for themselves. Yeah. That's what I got. So just to to give a visual for that, um, because I know we got to wrap it up, but thinking about, because we're moms and we want to take pictures and I'm seeing a lot of holiday pictures coming out. I'm also seeing a lot of holiday pictures with moms throwing their children in front of them. So like- Or not in the picture at all. Um, I haven't seen too many of those, so thankfully, but yes, that was a thing for me too. I wasn't in any of the pictures, but now like looking at like you got a pretty festive sweater on, but your kid's in front of it. Like that's part of what Nicole's talking about is the reflection. Like if you're in the moment and you're, are you really present in the moment with your kid? If you have that split second where you're taking a picture and you throw your kid in front of it, stop and think about why you're putting the kid in front of you. Like, and it doesn't matter what size you are. It's the confidence. It's how you feel how you're showing up so you can be healthy but still not feel comfortable in a picture. Ask yourself why. There's an underlining factor to that. And um, just make a decision like Nicole said. 
Make a decision. Make a decision. It's, make a choice. Take the it's action. It's decision season. It do, it's decision season, but it doesn't mean you're going to change your entire life in two weeks. Right. But you're going to change one thing. That one thing is going to impact you. It's going to impact one thing, one action that's going to build onto other choices Say no that one you time. Yes. If you have 10 choices in front of you for the next 10 days, just say no one time and honor yourself and let that momentum build. I thought you should put that on a Canva too. Yeah, yeah. A Canva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Canva. Okay, well, okay. thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you so much. You can check us out on Instagram. It's Fuel for Thought, at Fuel for Thought. Um, and thank you so much for joining us. I, I know we were a little loud and passionate about this, but it's Nicole been, was. I'm sorry. I take, it's, it must be the Crocs. Um, but it really, it's, it's a passionate topic because we've been there. We see you. We feel you. Like, I see you. And I just know that with a little bit of mindset work, a little bit of commitment that, you can see yourself. A little bit of reflection. Yeah. That's what it takes. And you can see yourself and we want you to believe in yourself. So thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Happy holidays.